Hey guys, this is Andrea. And Emily. We're no longer recording new episodes of Hot Mess. Very sad. But we do have eight years worth of episodes available for your listening pleasure. You can access the entire back catalog at patreon.com slash hot mess. That's patreon.com slash hot mess. Have you ever woke up with a nose full of coke and a stranger's limp dick hanging down your throat and thought, where am I? Where did my childhood go? So you put on your pants and you dust off the coat And swap out the dick for a microphone And say welcome to the hot mess comedy hour Sup, skanks? Welcome to the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. It's, it's a, a comedy, comedy podcast. podcast. My name is Emily Lubin. And my name is Skank Faced Whore. And today, our guest is Wendy Starling. Hey, good morning, ladies. How we you doing? Up early. Yeah, great. How are you? It feels like morning time radio hour. Yeah, it's know? pretty cool. We're recording at 1030 in the morning, which is much earlier than we usually do. And it's time to fix some people's fucking lives. Yeah. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. We got um we've been getting more and more outreach from our fans recently. <laughs> Turns outreach. out y'all <laughs> outreach. I'm professional, Wendy. Please. <laughs> no, everyone was like, it's fan mail. Your fans are so <laughs> fucked up that you it's not even fan mail. Like, this is an outreach program. We've been we getting a lot of cries for help. <laughs> It's good. From our fans. <laughs> Very on brand. Turns out you guys are real crazy. Yeah. And you guys think that you're the same as us. Yeah. Which is funny. No, it's like... I, this I, one chick wrote to us and she said, um, hey guys, I just wanted to let you know that you guys inspired me to let a bartender spit in the drink of a woman who fucked my ex. Mm-hmm. And I thought... How did I inspire you to do that? I mean, I've never spat to in be anyone's fair, drink. I probably inspired that. I have spit in people's things before. See, the spitting thing doesn't like I don't understand that as a revenge tactic because one, they don't know. But it's for you. But I also am not like I'll share someone's drink, I'll share someone's toothbrush. Like spit to me is not like the ultimate revenge tactic. No, it's not. But like it's, it's like pee in their drink. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You're going to make them sick with pee, but not No, with you're not. If you want to make somebody sick, you put arsenic. If you spit, if some, if somebody consumes someone else's spit or urine, all that does is establish a dominance in the sexual relationship. <laughs> I had to ask somebody the other day that I was fucking, I'm like, he's like, anything you want, I'll do. And we, it was really, and I'm like, would you spit in my mouth? And uh-huh. I kind of got uncomfortable and I was like, don't be a fucking bitch. Yeah. But he did it. Yeah. I, I actually only drink drinks with spit in them. Really? I like I like pee in a tea. <laughs> it adds some viscosity. <laughs> right. I've had someone, yeah, spitting in the mouth is hot. Or spitting, yeah. spitting on. Well, my current sex partner, that sounded so unsexy. The out, was, um, is outreaching to you? Right. Yeah. Well, I asked him to spit in my mouth one of the first times that we slept together. So, wow. now, so now it's like... That's routine. All that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's a bummer. But, yeah. It, yeah, it's kind of taken the magic out of it a yeah. little. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still okay. Like, you, I like it. If you're listening right now, like, it's cool. Do you get him to slap you around a little bit? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I like that you shit, You always though. surprise me. I With a belt. Why. I don't know why. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> With a belt? Yeah, I love that shit. 
I know. Like, the chipmunk cheeks, like, are very deceiving. Yeah. You're, you look so innocent. Um, I did, I did, I spat my spitting. I don't know if I ever said this on air. I spat in my dad's now wife when they were dating. And this is the one that, that, that he had an affair with. I spat in her toothpaste. Oh, so not sexually. No. Yeah. And, and then I... Oh, no, no. I was in love with my yeah. dad's wife. <laughs> I, like, I spat in her toothpaste and I pissed on my dad's face. If you can't have, I can't have him. <laughs> uh, and I ripped some of her clothes. Um, so Which way? Like on the seam? Yeah. I, I was really having trouble with them, too. I kind of like broke... I broke with it with teeth? my teeth. Yeah. And then I like really... I, it took. It was hard to go against the grain, but that's when they were living together in an apartment outside of where they live now. Like they were on like a in like a bachelor pad, and she knew and he knew, but it was just like, okay, you're not allowed to be alone in the apartment now. Andrew, of course they knew. How does somebody's <laughs> shirt get ripped sure. organically when exactly. it's sitting in the closet? Yeah. So that was like that was like my like, I'm here. Right. That's like just, another way to Superman a hoe. Like sure. instead of you just like I ripped your clothes up with my bare hands. I Superman. You came on your stepmom. Yeah. No, no, no. I ripped her clothes with my bare hands. I ripped her hand. clothes with my bare hands. <laughs> Listen, I was very angry. How old were you? Like a few years ago. <laughs> like this morning. That's why, that's why I was just running. I pretend like I was coming out of the shower. This is sweat from ripping that bitch's clothes. <laughs> that's why my neckline is so low. <laughs> I think that's why she's a little scared of me because she thinks that I might like kill her, which I totally won't. Your honor. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Can you believe that? Listen, um, you're not going to kill her, but if she does show up dead, you should look into getting representation. Immediately. Because you have a motive for Uh sure. That's true. We were talking about this last night, like how we would kill each other. Mm -hmm. Um, Turns out she thinks it's going to be so fucking easy. Here's the thing. I don't think it's going to be easy, but I just think that I could make it look like a suicide for you. Right. And I'm like, do you think the people in my life would believe that I killed myself? And she's like, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Wow. Wait, okay. were you talking about this on air? Or no, just, no, just a private normal conversation. conversation. Um, see, and that's the kind of stuff that builds a real friendship. Uh-huh. I'm like, is this a bit for the show? No, no, no. Over dinner. <laughs> How would you kill me? This is really delicious. Did you make these potatoes? Is this your homemade uh-huh. rub? <laughs> anyway, I think everyone would think you would kill yourself because you're a miserable bitch. <laughs> It'd be an easy sell. Who are you fucking kidding? <laughs> Come on. Um, so yeah, we had we had that fan. I mean, I did respond to that fan like, "Party on, man!" Like I don't know. Yeah, what do you respond you? to that when yeah. they go, "You inspired me to do that"? I was just like, "Thanks for listening to the show." <laughs> That's I'm, my fan voice. That's what I sound like when I respond. I'm just like, "Hey guys, thank you so much for the." Yeah. I mean, yeah, good, good. Thanks for the feedback. Good for good for you. I mean, you're. I we have had like genuine fee- like people saying that I I like I'm trying to assert myself more like that stuff's really awesome that's good. So, you know yeah <laughs> no I, I don't you a fucking finger you guys inspired me to <laughs> to murder my shitty boyfriend here's proof honestly that i would be kind of proud of i would be um yeah no i'm not like trying to stir the pot most of y'all are awesome totally um we all have problems i just don't want those problems to be linked to me personally directly <laughs> Um, but no, nah, it's cool. Keep listening. I like you guys. Yeah. Someone was like, visit our Patreon. You're surprised. <laughs> you're surprised. Your fans are crazy. Your show is called like, Hey, we're crazy. Yeah. Our. Sup. We're like, the fucked up people. Comedy. Our. Our. Podcast host slash accomplices. Yeah. Right? <laughs> slash murderers. <laughs> so this letter came in. This, this letter came in the mail from Jenna. You fucking whore. 
Uh, What's up, Jenna? <laughs> you skank Yeah, bitch. that's another thing. All our fans have whore names. Yeah. It's like they're all strippers. Maybe they live on an island together. What was the other girl's name? But, uh, Brie. Brie. Yeah. Mm, ridiculous. Please. Okay. I don't even know I don't if know I've she's met French, a Brie. Who knows? I've never. In real life, no. Yeah. It's Yeah. She lives on Whore Island. I, I've never been to Vegas. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay. I, I'll go ahead and, and read this. Uh, Wendy, I actually think you'll be perfect for this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dear Hot Messes. I have kind of a fucked up advice question. Surprise. Mm -hmm. Shocker. And I don't feel like I can ask anybody in my life without being judged. I have been partying a lot recently. And as much as I don't like to admit it, I think I've developed a coke habit. Mm -hmm. It's not the biggest deal. I hang out with a group of people that party a lot. And we all just graduated college. I love when people say it's not the biggest deal. Mm -hmm. Like, Okay. You don't have to put a disclaimer. Sorry. Um, I don't feel bad about drugs so much but I think I'm doing it to excess. I'm spending up to $250 a week on Coke. Oh, dice. I also live with my parents and I haven't yet got a steady job. So I feel like a loser spending so much money on drugs. I still want to go out, but is there a way I can moderate or get cheaper drugs? Oh, God. Do you guys have drugs? (laughs) Yeah. Can you mail me drugs? Do you think four times a week is too much? I know these questions are batshit, but any advice would be helpful. Thanks so much. Love the show. XO Jenna. Jenna. Oh, man. You guys can go for you. I mean, you already. What do you We think? already know. Oh, well, Jenna. Okay. So listen, <laughs> Jenna. Hey, Jenna. My name's Wendy. Um, <laughs> we're now in a meeting together. Uh-huh. Um, I, we were, this is perfect. This is the very serendipitous. This I know. This is the yeah. email that it's we're crazy. reading. Um, so I love, I love cocaine, love it, love it, love it, love drinking and partying. I recently um, decided to take a little bit of a sabbatical mm-hmm. um, because, yeah, four times, I had the same thing four times a week is it's just cocaine is one of those things where it people, what I don't know what's going on, but everyone's very kind of mellow about it. Everyone, oh, yeah. It's like it's not, people talk about having coke on them like, it's, I think it's more socially acceptable to do coke than it is to smoke a cigarette. Because people are like, um, you know how bad smoking is for you? And yeah. then they do coke. Oh, totally. It's like, this is, it's almost like they're like, I'm microdosing. I'm like, it's a narcotic. Yeah. It's fine, but it's a narcotic. Yeah, they act like it's a wheatgrass shot or something. Yeah. yeah. And they're just like, like, just something to keep them going. Yeah, it's craziness. Yeah. Um, I was doing it. I had to stop recently because I ran out. Boom, jokes. Uh-huh. Tip your staff. <laughs> Um, no, Bing. I, yeah, I love it. And then, um, I was using it to kind of, uh, balance out bipolar. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, four times a week is, uh, well, f- anytime, one time a week is too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to sound like, cause you know, and I, and I know there's cocaine in my room. I know there's, and I know where it is. Sure. It's in a pocket of a jean and I went to put them on and I was going to throw it away. And then I was, and then I didn't cause I, part of me was like, I don't want to, I want to yeah. leave it there. That's kind of fun. That's like if you leave a dollar bill in a certain article of clothing, every time you wear it, you're like, ah, it's still there. I'm like, oh, these are my lucky jeans. You Mm -hmm. know, so it's like, if you know, I'm alive now, but if I want to have a heart attack, I know where I can go find it. Yeah, no, it's, it is, it's so addictive. Yeah. And I'm the first, and I was in denial hard, 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 hard. Really? And I'm not like going to meetings. I'm not in anything, but I'm just Mm -hmm. like, let me see if I can just fucking knock it off for a while. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, oh no, I was doing it and I was, and here's, and here's the problem, Jenna. Here's what, first of all, spending money on it when you don't have income. Yeah. Bad news. Yeah. It, at that, that fact alone should be like, hmm, this is ringing a bell. 
you're spending money that you don't have. Correct. Yeah. And it's not even, it's like money you could be spending on other things. You know, like I was looking at like, it's just, it's crazy. Cause I'm like, Oh my, like my con ed bill or whatever in the summer, it was really high. And mm-hmm. I would complain about like, Oh God, you know, this is going to, this is really going to break my back. And I'm like, or I'd be like, oh, I can't afford to, you know, like, this is my thing. I'd be like, well, I can't go to the movies. That's like $17 a ticket. And I'm like, you spent $300 on drugs and alcohol last uh, night. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't go to the movies. Sorry. I like watch my money. And it's what like, am I, a Rockefeller? Yeah. And yeah. then I'm like, you, 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 I would, I mean, a night I was going out, I was spending, I did the math, like $1,000 a <gasps> week on party based activities. Really? So it's not just drugs. Uh-huh. It would be like, I had some high weeks where it's like a thousand bucks. So, and I'm honest and don't, and don't do the, first of all, <laughs> the problem with doing Coke is not like, I just need to find cheaper Coke. <laughs> you'll be snorting. Right. I know. That's addict mentality. You'll be snorting Clorox. What sure. I mean, all you're doing is you're giving yourself like severe depression when you do coke well what i used to do i used to do booze math in my brain so i'd be like all right i have this much money for the week now i need to spend at least 200 dollars on booze or like i will go out and i will buy hard liquor to pregame with so that by the time i get out i don't have to spend money on drinks oh totally because i need Mm -hmm. to be which is smart but like it was like it's smart in the wrong way. Totally. Right. Like, it's, would you ever just buy saltine crackers as your food so that you could spend more money yes, on cans yeah. of beans? But I will have, <laughs> but I will like, I will be fucking wasted every night of the week. And also I was, yeah, like I was prioritizing food and again, bills too. Mm-hmm. Just like crazy. I'm living in New York and it's the most expensive city in the world. And I am ruining my life because I yeah. have to go to the bar every single night. Well, listen, okay. So I don't, I don't do Coke. I did it once. Not for me. Um, really? It didn't work on her. How crazy is I, that? Yeah. The, the low, the come down was way worse than would justify, but it also probably was bad Coke. But either way, it's like I had a cigarette when I was 12 and I never wanted to do it again. So I'm like, right. great. Wonderful. And that's why you look like you're 12 in the face and yeah. I look 87. I fucking sound 87 too. Yeah. I mean, you don't look when 87. You, you don't, but when you are 87, you're going to be the fucking greatest. Old lady. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I wish you were 87 right now. Yeah. I know. I feel 87. So. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't really know much about this stuff, but purely from a financial standpoint, um, this is the advice that I have, Jenna. Um, if you're spending 250 a week on Coke, uh, let's say, or not even, okay, let's say you go out and it's time to dole out some cash for Coke. Mm-hmm. You have to make a rule for yourself. Mm-hmm. This is just my advice. Sure. The amount of money that you're spending on Coke, you have to then put that money in your bank account. If you can't do that, guess what? You're not what, buying right. Coke. You mean like... Like if I'm spending $100, if I'm buying a gram of Coke, I don't know how much this, these things like cost. Like 60 okay. 80 Okay, depends. so 60 to yeah, 80 depends on the... Yeah. <laughs> we're both, I'm like, hold on, let me get my phone out. Sure. I've got people and I've got five different uh, delivery people in New York yeah. and I have different tiers of like quality. Uh-huh. <sighs> What's the low shit. bar? Uh, the low bar is 50. Uh-huh. What if you suck someone's dick? Well, sweetie, that's how I get a lot of things in my life. That's how I have a gym membership. That's how I have uh, never take the train. You could get clothes for that. You could probably get an apartment for that. Yeah. But no, the best Coke I've had in my life is the guy 
it's 120. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's, I mean, it's fucking like pure. Yeah. Okay. So let's say, I mean, let's say she's spending like, $80. I just start shaking. You're like, it's so good. <laughs> I'm, oh, yeah. I'm just going to chip off the tile. It's white. I'm going to snort it. God damn it, Jenna. Do you guys have some sugar? <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's say it's $80. If you're spending $80 on Coke, then you have to make a rule for yourself. You have to also deposit $80 in your bank account. For the rehab or for your funeral. Mm -hmm. Sure. It's it's crazy. Like, I really tried to do this, like, the money thing Mm -hmm. where I was – but then I was like, you're gonna, like, not be alive. Yeah. That should be the main motivator. And what's so difficult is everyone acts like it's cool Mm -hmm. and some – but. And there's there's a burnout with it. Of course like, there is. Jenna, play, if you're listening, anyone else listening, mm. and I'm a real fun lady, uh-huh. and I will probably do drugs again at some point, and I'm just like, well, let me not kill my... I'm like, I'll, I'm like, well, I'll do drugs. I'll just do it. I'll just OD on a private jet. Sure. I just want... I feel like I'm... You know what I'm saying? Like You need to give yourself some longevity. Right. And I yeah, do, like, I'll only drink soda at the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll only do coke with rock stars. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never... I, but I, You know what? You have a lot of extra money. When I... I uh, if you don't drink and do drugs, there's I come home at the end of the night and I'm like, I have all my cash. You're a millionaire. I have all my money. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like you're actively making money. So the way I thought to myself is I'm like, oh, I got to get an extra job or I got to get extra money. So I can, and I'm like, no, no, no. You could just stop putting drugs in your face mm-hmm. and then it's like you're making an extra $250 a week. Yeah, of course. So it's an easy – and if you feel like you need – and it takes like, I swear to God, two days. Yeah. Don't do it for two days. Yeah. Also, it sounds like she's hanging out with people that do it a lot, though. Because, yeah. So that could be hard. I used to hang out with like Coke people uh, in my early 20s. And they weren't like exclusively Coke people, but there would always be Coke in the area that I was at. I could, you know, it was like right. people were working fashion, musicians, whatever. Oh, fashion. Oh, fashion. <laughs> fashion. They have to do Coke. It's part of their diet plan. A lot. I mean, yeah, it's it's acceptable up and down the ranks yeah. or if people aren't doing coke they're like snorting Adderall like people who I work for like it's just part of it um, and I had to sort of I had a falling out with a lot of these people because of my own drinking and like they were shitty people but I started to realize I'm like all I do is get fucked up with these people they don't care about me at all and like and I'm like I, I, I think it, the early 20s are a great time to party I think that like partying is valuable you have fun and like it's like I don't want to say like sober up now but I do want to say like like you said this shit doesn't age well and it doesn't let like at the end of the day you're like I don't really have any real friends I don't I'm broke I don't really have anything tangible in my life like it's all great to a point and then it becomes it almost becomes like boring or and sad sad yeah Yeah. the real solution is you need to find other friends or something to do right do something but that's the thing too and and with because yeah that's the other thing i do god damn it some of the most fun times i've had and it's not just because of the serotonin and dopamine dump that you get from coke totally some of them i've had great a ton of great fun this is not but like when i'm doing coke and when i've been partying i've had some of the most fun now the times when it's the most fun when it's legitimately fun are when I'm with people and it's going to make me sound like an asshole and I don't care because it's true. Do it. With the guy that I used to date, mm-hmm. my like the main sugar daddy that I had for a long time. Mm-hmm. We're still friends now. We just don't sleep together. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, and he's got a, f- a four story penthouse and flat iron. Mm-hmm. 
best drugs ever, best cocaine with mm-hmm. a fucking rooftop and a balcony on everything. And we would, I would come, I would, the elevator door would open mm-hmm. and he would greet me with like champagne and coke lined up on literally a silver platter. Mm-hmm. God, that is so fucking glamorous. And I would do a little bit of blow and have champagne and we would play like, Alexa, play whatever you want. We'd dance around a Fleetwood Mac and we'd just mm-hmm. make out and like fuck all over the house and then like, yeah. but we would be asleep by 11. It would be like I would get done with a show early or go to the gym. Yeah. And we would go to sleep at like midnight and mm-hmm. we weren't up doing blow till 5 a.m. Yeah. We would, and not that there's like a responsible way to do it. No, but that makes more. But it's just different because you're not, there's a big difference between that and that's fun and that's how it starts and it's mm-hmm. very glamorous and then you're addicted to it mm-hmm. and then I would be like, I would steal, I would take coke from him and be like, well, I'm hanging out with my friends and then the problem is now you're doing coke on a Tuesday at sure. 3 a.m. With some weirdo that you don't With some weirdo or by yourself in a fucking bar yeah. and you're doing it just so you can, why? why? So I can stay up and keep drinking vodka. It's like, oh, well then just go home and go to sleep. But yeah. net, what, So that's, be careful of that. But I think it's, I mean, it's fun to fucking party. <laughs> it is. It, it really is. Like, that's the thing. I never, especially when someone's young, I'm like, I don't know. You learn a lot when you party like that, which seems very weird after school special, but you do like, you just kind of like there's adventures that you won't otherwise have unless, but, but there is an expiration date and it can't be your whole, it seems like it's her whole lifestyle. Yeah. Like you need a job, Jenna. Yeah. Yeah. Get a job. Girl, 250. Living with your parents. It's crazy. It's not cute. Do the Coke thing if you want to do. So a lot of people do this with cigarettes and it makes them look like an asshole. But where they go, I'm going to quit smoking. So I'm just going to stop buying cigarettes. And so they bum cigarettes off people. Uh-huh. If you go like, okay, because that's a problem. It's because people, that was always a thing. is like, oh, I was just getting Coke. Mm-hmm. And then I got addicted to it because I was doing it with this guy mm-hmm. every time I saw him, just mm-hmm. a little bit. And then I was like. I kind of want some. And then I just started to buy it. And then I was seeking people out. Mm-hmm. And that's when you, when you're the one buying it. Cause what's happening is Jenna, if you're buying it, she's the one buying the drugs. Yeah. It seems like anyone else listening. If you start to be like the connect, that's when I was like, I got to pull out because people, you're the Coke guy now. Right. And then you get, and these people are nice and they're nice people and I like them. But I noticed that there was a group of like three or four people that I would see out in New York, mm-hmm. out in the scene. Mm-hmm. And they would see me and I would like have Coke once. And then every time I saw them, they're like, hey, when do you hear? Do you want? And then I'm the, and so they're bumming Coke off you. Off me. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, nobody ever has money for drinks and they know that I have extra money. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm like, wait a minute. Okay. This is not who I want to be hanging out with. Sure. Yeah, Until yeah. fucking seven o'clock in an after hours place. And then like, oh, wait a minute. I'm a comedian. I want to be. And you look at the people that are successful. Sure. And you're like, oh, they're not doing coke in a bathroom till four or five a.m. Well, yeah, that's what that's ultimately. I was talking to you about uh, when I st- decided to stop drinking. And it's funny. Keith Malley recently decided to stop drinking. And he told a story about it that reminded myself of when I stopped. And it seems sort of similar to you. It's like it's, it wasn't like a catastrophic end. Like I didn't like get into shootout with the cops and I was yeah, like, it I wasn't, gotta stop. It wasn't like rock bottom. No. In the way that you would expect. No, I just was like, I am sick of being, I, I was crying about a guy on the phone. I'm like t- crying, like talking to a bartender who like doesn't give a fuck, but she has to listen to me. And I was just like, this person right here is annoying 
They're always late for everything. Mm-hmm. They're not re- like they're not reliable. They're a lose. You're a loser. And like, even though I know deep down, like I have a lot of great qualities as a person. I'm like, if someone else saw me just objectively right now, they'd be like, look at that fucking same thing. I'm like, I'm hanging out with these losers at bars. Mm-hmm. I'm talking shit. We're just talking in a circle at one another about nothing for right. hours. And I'm like, if I want to be the type of successful person that I hope to be in my life, I look at them and I'm like, they're not doing that. They're not here. People who are here are fucking losers. Right. And I'm one of them. Like whether or not I really want to, you can dance around it. You can be like, I'm different. I party these times. I'm like, it's glamour. It's not. You're the same. They're the same. Everyone's the same. You're the same, Jenna. This is Andrea Allen's school of hard knocks. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing too is because you'll start to feel that way. And that's why you got to pull out of the drugs and alcohol. Because if you go like, oh, wait, I'm hanging out with losers. I feel like a loser. If you're so deep in the addiction cycle and you're doing so much coke, you might get so sad that you're like... It's not to be like, oh, you're a loser. I should kill myself. That's not it. It's like you're engaging in a behavior. And if you hear this and you're like, you're right, I am a loser. I'm doing drugs. And you don't freak out. Mm -hmm. You if that triggers something and you're like, oh, I feel sad. You you're not actually as sad as you think you are. It's exaggerated. You are are putting chemicals in your body. Yeah. And you're fucking with your brain. So it's an illusion. It's the same thing. Like when people do mushrooms, it's. Your sadness when you're fucking around with coke and booze. Oh, it's like your sadness. Yeah. Is the same as how your happiness when you're on coke isn't actually real. Yeah. If you're in those same dingy places, Mm -hmm. not on drugs, not Mm -hmm. on Molly, not on anything. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, this is, I mean, it's fun, but it's not like the most fun. Yeah. I mean, the stuff in the penthouse is the most fun. Sure. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that would be fun on nothing. But I, yeah, you're right. And a lot of people who stop then like Rosebud Baker said it it, the best way. It's like now you're raw dogging the world. Yeah. So you're all of your (laughs) like, all of your things that you were dealing with, with substances or like your, all of your, um, what it's the shields are ripped off now. So it's real rough for like a month or two, but honestly it gets better every day. And I think a lot of people like immediately feel the pain of like not being able to handle things and they just start doing drugs again. But yeah. You gotta, but it's more fun. Sure. Jenna, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Stop doing Coke. I was, it's been only like, I mean, I think honestly like three weeks since I've done Coke. Yeah. So it's not that long. Oh, it's fine. What happens is your body does this overcorrection because you've been pumping all the serotonin and dopamine in. So you feel really bummed out Mm -hmm. for like three, four days. Mm -hmm. And then as you're natural, and if you're not drinking in your natural, then your body will to try to readjust your chemicals. So you'll feel like you're on. I mean, oh, I've been like a lunatic. I was screaming. I was wearing wigs the other day. Sober. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was like, I got a wig right, and I'm walking around in a wig. People thought I was on Molly. And I'm like, no, I'm just, like, sober. I'm high on life, motherfucker. Yeah, so you'll, so it gets, yeah, it's way cooler. Have some fun. Yeah, and then do drugs when you're old and rich. Right? That's the time to do it. When you're, like, in your 50s and you're rich. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. you'll get good drugs You can get a delivery service, Uh and then you're, you know, I'll be old looking anyway, so who gives a shit? Yeah, I mean, when I'm ready to die, heroin might be an option. Right? Just to see. When I'm actually ready to die. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're sober completely 100% or? Um, no. I mean, I like it. So Monday. Because mm-hmm. that's, and I actually ran into Keith 
mm-hmm. on the street the other day because yeah. I live near the studio. Mm-hmm. And I was out and I was like, hey, and we're both like, hey. And normally when I see him at, during, you know, before 5 p.m., we're both like kind of hungover and feeling shitty. Totally. And I saw him I'm like, hey, and I'm like, I feel great. I've been like not drinking the last couple of days. And he mm-hmm. goes, I just announced on the show I was going to quit. And I'm like, well, fucking look at us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been like off and on, but I didn't want to put pressure on myself because I don't. It's like when I was a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. And even for myself, with like with any type of addiction, mm-hmm. the way the human brain works is if you say, okay, no sugar, no pizza, no whatever, mm-hmm. your brain doesn't hear no. It just sees the picture of pizza, ice cream, mm-hmm. donuts. So instead of going... And then it starts pulsing like a golden beacon. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so then people just obsess over their, you know, it's they just obsess over all the stuff they can't have and it becomes this like... <gasps> yeah. You know? And so... uh I would always be like, here, you can have all these things. Mm-hmm. You can have vegetables. You can do all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and now as a trainer, I was also taking like ephedra pills and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like trainers, we were all like, I wasn't doing Coke. You're doing capsule form. Right. We're doing, we're doing speed from that was made in Mexico. Mm-hmm. But so we're just like, <laughs> we're just, everyone's like fucking high as shit. And we're like, yeah, yeah. No, I just added, I just traded one serving of potatoes for one serving of broccoli. <laughs> I'm doing great. Right. We're just bleeding out of our eyes. Yeah, and you're all like fucking amped, right? We're all jacked up. Uh huh. Um, but so I did with so for myself with with the alcohol and the drugs, it was the same. Like, no, there's no rock bottom. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm just tired. Mm-hmm. I don't feel good, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I have a lot of work to do, and I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, well, so then I'll just like stop. So you said something about like feeling like you were having a heart attack. Did you really feel like you were hitting like serious? health risk area? Um, well, I, it was, I think that when the recovery time of like a hangover is mm-hmm. so long, then I'm like, okay, this is, my body's not processed. I, I'm putting yeah. poison in my body. It's, it used to be like two days for me sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, and here's the thing, and I love drinking. And so here's something, so I, and I fucking, and I love doing drugs. Mm-hmm. I mostly, it's just Coke. Mm-hmm. And like any other drug, I did Molly and I was like, not for me. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was going to fucking die. I was like, no, thank you. Interesting. Oh, I did not, I run really, I think my body naturally, now that I've done Molly, Mm -hmm. having done Molly once and then having done cocaine a lot, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I naturally kind of act like I'm on those. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not a scientist. Yeah. Uh, You're not? I'm a shocker. That's, Mm -hmm. I'm leaving. Uh But like just from a baseline like what Molly does seems to be like it would be too much for you because you're already so high like you're already on a certain level for me personally I'm like much more mellow I'm much more laid back naturally so I don't know what my brain chemistry is but Molly for me is like it doesn't really hit me as hard the come down's not hard for me like certain brain yeah. Oh, it's great. I know. I, I handle drugs and substances very, very well in general because I think that I'm just not like I'm much more even naturally. So it could like I could Look see. At you. Oh, yeah, and so it's not so even. <laughs> but the thing is, you want to know what's funny about that? I don't do drugs a lot because to me, it's not 
that exciting. Do, it doesn't do much to you. Yeah, it's it's really just not that exciting. It's like why why you know? Because your baseline is so much lower that it's not like this crazy high. Yeah, and yeah. it's not like such a roller coaster ride that like I would kind of just usually rather just like be myself. Look at you. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I'm so even, <laughs> and I love myself. <laughs> but yeah, so that I mean that would make sense. I could imagine the come down would be really hard for you too. Yeah. Well, it was just. I mean, you do that kind of stuff. Yeah, Sandra? I mean, I used, I used to do, like, Coke and, and I used to smoke cigarettes and drink all the time. Alcohol was, um, I don't, I think it was a way to deal with my, like, self-esteem problems. Um, and it also was a way to uh, keep highs going up, you know, like, mm-hmm. keep my brain on the upswing. Um, and what what made me stop is that the depression was so bad when I was hung. Like I would have days where I'm like, I want to kill myself. This is so bad. I, I think one of my like last times or like last few months, it was like I, I had such a high tolerance that uh, I was drinking so much that I barely even felt like good anymore. And I remember like smashing a bottle and like trying to slash my wrists because I was like, I need something to like get it going like I can't I need to jump start this car somehow and afterwards I was like oh I have to clean I have to now I have to clean up this bottle (laughs) and then I wake up in a filthy pig pen there's there's booze everywhere there's glass everywhere like and I'm like fuck this person sucks this is this sucks yeah you know yeah we it's an interesting, that cycle where you've, it's like a slow burn. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're around people, especially doing comedy, because you're just out every night and people are drinking and, mm-hmm. and you know, you're like, oh, I'm tired. And people are like, oh, do you, there's, do you, do you want to bump? And you're uh-huh. like, you know, and I noticed, and I was doing, there would be times where I got to the point where I wasn't even doing it. And there's the thing, and I'm not like fully, I'm not like, you guys, I'm putting a Facebook post. Yeah, I'm yeah. sober. Don't, no. I'm not even, it's like, I, I just, if I go out, I'm like, I'm, people go, do you want to drink? And I go, no. People always smoke weed and mm-hmm. I do not like smoking weed. Mm-hmm. That's never been people, I'm, my whole life, people stand in a circle, especially doing comedy, people, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, no, thanks, no, thanks. Nobody goes like, nerd. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, so that's not actually a problem. I'm an adult. So if people are yeah. like, do you want to drink? I can walk up and get, if I, you know, I can be like, oh, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And I can get a fucking seltzer water with sure. bitters and lime. And it's like. No one even good. notices. And nobody gives a shit. Mm-hmm. And even last night it was like, um, Catherine Henson, it's so funny because she seen me, cause she saw me when I was a little bit out of it. It was like a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I wasn't going to do spots. And I was on a little bit, of, but I saw I was like the real good Coke. So I had a little bit of like very high quality cocaine, mm-hmm. one cocktail. And I hadn't, I'd been off it for like a week. Mm-hmm. Um, had a couple drinks mm-hmm. with my, you know, with the guy that I don't fuck anymore, but we just like hang out and we're just talking and he just like gives me drugs. And I went in the mouth and I shouldn't have done, but I just was like, oh, I used to do this all the time. Mm-hmm. And I did some and I was like, I feel like I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so out of my head. And, um. Oh, yeah, because you'd been off of it, and now you're coming back to it at the level that you were before. And right. you're like, holy shit. And it was just, a, but it was really good stuff. But then I was like, and then, and this is with comedy, and so then I was like, and then I get a text like, hey, do you want to come by Old Man Hustle? And then the pair, and I'm like, sure. I don't want to turn down a spot, but I'm like, oh, I don't like performing like this. I wasn't super fucked up, but I was like, I do not like performing yeah. without being fucked up. And Catherine Henson, last night we were out, and she was drinking, and people are like, hey, let's buy, we're buying shots. And as everyone's drinking more... 
they're trying to buy me shots and Catherine and God love her. And she was a few drinks in and she's like, no, no, no. When he's not drinking when it, so it's great instead yeah. of her being like a pusher. But Monday she, night I fucking, <laughs> I was like, I feel so good from not drinking, mm-hmm. right? Not drinking, not doing drugs. I feel good. Micah Fox, we're on a show. is hush money telling you. Mm-hmm. She takes a picture and she's like, man, great. The fucking, I muscled in like 25 minutes of crowd work to keep this small group of people in the bar. Mm-hmm. I was like, we got to have a show. I'm guest hosting. I can't fuck this up for Mayron. So I just, you know, yeah. started crowd work before there were comics. I was like, oh, so many shows up because I don't know how much longer I can make fun of this asshole's cargo shorts. <laughs> like, what yeah. are we doing? Micah gets there. She's taking a picture. I'm having a great time. I'm not even on like energy drinks or anything crazy like that. Just natural, regular life stuff. Mm-hmm regular life chemicals. Uh-huh. And Micah goes, you look really good too. And I'm like, thanks. I've been like mm-hmm. not drinking. Mm-hmm. And it all, and she goes, she's like, it's a good look on you. Like, we're like thanks. And then I waited the whole show. Mm-hmm. Didn't drink. I was like, nope, water, seltzer water. Thank you so much. I felt good. I felt good. I felt good. And then we get done and the show's done. It goes well. I felt I'm like, great. And then I go, you know what? And I'm like, no, I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking. And then I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let's, I can have a shot. Let's mm-hmm. have it. So I just did it mm-hmm. almost to myself to be, it's this weird thing with addiction where I'm like, I want to make sure I'm, I can still drink. Sure. Yeah. But why? But why? Yeah. So was it just one shot or did you end up getting drunk? I had one shot and like two cocktails. I didn't get super drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, I think that if you can do that, why not? It's, there are a lot of people who, can't do it. You know what I mean? Like they have one drink and it just flips a switch and they need to keep drinking. So obviously they have to go cold turkey. But like for Andrea, I know that like uh, occasionally, and when I say occasionally, I mean like once a year, Mm -hmm. you will have like a drink. Yeah. And then you oftentimes don't even really like it that much. Like you remember why. Yeah. Well, what it'll, what it'll be is like, the time, the time where it's most awkward for me not drinking is around my family, which is funny. Uh, like more specifically around my dad. Uh, my mom like has been like, "Hey, I got pot for you," and like you know they've, they've like adjusted. <laughs> Do you, I wish you guys. I wish we were filming this for the video. I got pot for you to jazz hands. It was the craziest hey. thing. Hey, I got pot for you. Hey, my daughter. This is a this is a literal turkey pot pie. Huh? You like edibles? She put. She puts, she, oh my God, I come home and she's like, she's like, I got a gift for you. She's sneaking around the kitchen like a kid. And I'm like, what are you doing, weirdo? She pulls out a can, a can of coffee that she's written decaf in Sharpie on. I'm like, (laughs) so that no one will touch it. Yeah, right. Like for what? You wrote on the can. Oh my God. (laughs) She she takes it out and it's like a bag of weed hidden in the coffee. And she's like, look what I got. Is it medicinal marijuana? Yeah. Oh, she nice. has a weed card. It's in Canada. This shit's fucking crazy. Damn. She's rolling a joint for me. Like, my mom grew up in the 70s, you know? Yeah. She doesn't fuck around, but it's so, so it, that's fine. Like, she fucks around with the Sharpie, though. Yeah, she yeah. does with her little, her little joke to nobody. I, uh, that's amazing. She's the funniest woman. Um, but, but so she's, and, and like, I'll smoke pot around them like if we're doing like thanksgiving dinner i'll go outside and smoke pot and they'll be drinking and i'll get like a little goofy and it's all fun for everybody but with my dad it's like we don't have to have this conversation about like my like my sobriety like my drinking pro i don't even want to go there with him so i'll have like champagne but it's kind of it's almost like what you're saying like 
oh, let's just see if I can do it. Oh, I can kind of do it in moderation. But after a while, for when you don't do it for long periods of time, I start to feel sick almost immediately. Yeah, I was going to say, Mon- this is what I was going to say. So I did. I was like, we'll take shots. Mm-hmm. And it had been not that long where I would do that where I've been where I like have like a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. And then, but I don't, I did not, I didn't get buzzed. Yeah. I remember because you normally, I don't know you've had this feeling where it's like, here we go. But when you're normally partying, uh-huh. the first drink means like this is the first of like six or seven and we're Easily. fucking going out to care and we're getting fucked up. Yeah, it's exciting. Because you're doing it for a chemical response mm-hmm. you're, to like feel a different way. Uh-huh. But yeah, I was like. Now it's just one and you're like, for what? Right. And then I'm like, well, if I'm not getting, if I'm, we're not like fucking going all the way. Why would I not just have water? It's like, why don't I, once I have a buzz, then I don't, it's like, well, I don't like it. I drink vodka soda. So it tastes like paint thinner. Uh huh. Yeah. To be fucked. And you're drinking to be fucked up. So right. if you're not getting fucked up, why? Then it's like, I don't. And the, and talk about like the come, I woke up Tuesday and I was like, oh, I'm, but the problem is I stayed out later than I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I'm not like drinking them. I'm not like getting fucked up. I don't have a buzz. I don't have that good feeling. Yeah. And I'm hanging out, talking bullshit with people who are like slurring their words. So this yeah. is not a productive conversation. Weird I be could around. be asleep. Uh-huh. So I stayed up later than I wanted to. And I woke up. And even though I didn't get the, like the, the quote fun of like being hammered, mm-hmm. I woke up and I felt more tired mm-hmm. and I woke up like <gasps> panicked because uh-huh. you're like, Jolty and it's poison in your body, and you have to then you're actively your body in the first four hours a day is actively detoxing poison from your tissues, and it's like fuck you. Yeah, so even though I was like, I remember being like, oh cool, I didn't like black out and buy drugs. It's like okay, but I don't feel good, so there's what's the fucking point? Yeah, Yeah. you just wake up a little achy. Yeah, I was like, this is dumb. Like, and and not to be like whatever, but calorically, it's like. Oh, it's it's yeah. no, yeah. I mean, that's definitely a factor. Like, why why waste the? It's also like just not healthy, right? You know what I mean? Like, just a like in terms of keeping your body healthy, like yeah. Wh- I s- why drink? It's not. It's I would not rather go to the movies. You could the money you spend even just on like three drinks. You could go to the movies and you could get a thing of like small popcorn with fake butter. Mm-hmm. I've done the math. Uh, yeah. Oh, Wendy, Wendy, Wendy yeah. I have done the math too. Yeah. I I like prefer to eat sweets over drinking drinks mm-hmm. because alcohol tastes like poison. Right. Mm-hmm. And it fucks up your blood sugar the same as don't if you think I didn't come home last night after and I was out and I didn't oh, yeah. drink and I was dancing and it was fun and mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, I'm dancing and I'm not drinking. I've done karaoke sober." I'm like, "Oh, this is like it's fun." And I came home and I got home late and I was t- I got home, but it was like, but even I was able to wake up this morning. Yeah. And it's I'm like, you're tired, fucking- but you, your brain fucking works. Mm-hmm. I do have a bag of Reese's pieces in the freezer. Hell sure. yeah. I bought them at the movies and I didn't finish them. Nice. Good for you. And I, wow, such strength. But I took, got a handful of candy. I was like, good job. You didn't drink. You get five pieces of candy. You, well, you, <laughs> you need little it. fatty. And I started my period today so I can do whatever I want. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It's it's a fucking party. The the cuffs are off, baby. Um, This is just a side note, but you said you were doing karaoke sober. Yeah. So I love karaoke, but recently it's come to my attention that there are people that are so paralyzed of doing karaoke that they can't even do it drunk. 
Really? Why? What? Yes. I went to karaoke. They're so scared. Stage fright? Yeah. I went to karaoke with some coworkers, and this one girl was like, I would never get up on stage and sing the song. Like, wh- what? Yeah. Um, people feel that way about speaking publicly, too. I yeah. mean, we just don't realize it. But it's karaoke. Sure. But I think anything, at being a spot, in the spotlight in any way. I think we think that's crazy because we do it all the time. But some people, it's like, the term is like, I'd rather be in the casket than doing the eulogy. Like, that's how much. Yeah, that's like the number one general fear is public speaking. Yeah, people are fucking paralyzed by it. That's so crazy to too, And being bad in front I of I know, them. but the thing is, karaoke is like about being bad. Like, no one expects you to be good. If somebody like busts out Aretha Franklin and they're like actually singing well, I'm like, Get the fuck out of here. I actually karaoke when I do when I go out for karaoke, I smoke way less because I take that so I take karaoke so fucking seriously. <laughs> no, right? It's like this is my art. Yeah. I'm like, people are like, Do you want to smoke? And I'm like, uh no, I'm up in three songs. I'm drinking tea at the bar. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't like I to get honey. drunk. Yeah, I don't I'm like to get fucked up. My vocal cords. Yeah. It is like I will go when I'm have a little bit of a buzz or I have an Adderall or I have a little bit of Coke, but I was like, if it's like we're doing karaoke, I will straight up like stop drinking <laughs> because I'm like, I have to hit the these notes. Same. I, I don't I don't want to be rapping California love and miss part of Dr. Dre. No. It's mm-hmm. very true. But I normally I would be embarrassed. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too is I was doing drinking so much and I'm like, well, now we're gonna do something. I'm like, well, I want to stay up and keep having fun. And so that's when I would like start doing Coke mm-hmm. or f- getting Adderall. And it's like, so I could stay up and feel mm-hmm. sober. And that's when I had this genius idea of like, hey, you dumb fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. I would I would have a couple of drinks and I'd be like, oh, I feel tired and I feel buzzed and I want to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I feel starting to feel drunk and I would take drugs to not feel drunk. And I'm like, you could just not put that <laughs> downer in your body. In Isn't the- it funny how like, I mean, I, I will, I'm, not, I'm, I'm the same as you. Like when I stopped drinking, I didn't make a big deal. I told people close to me uh, to like hold myself accountable because I had tried to stop before and failed. So I like sent out an email to like, my mom and like my closest friends just to be like, I'm doing this thing, you know, we'll see what happens. But so I'm not, I'm not like a public declarations person and I I don't claim to like, I'll, I'll never drink again. But once you start getting far enough away from it, you're like, there's so much about this that is so stupid. How did I not see how stupid so much of it was? I'm like, Am I a fucking idiot? Well, to be fair, you were an idiot. You were, you know, in your tw- low twenties. Yeah, no, but I had a, it's still. You started low. when you were younger too, and so that's the thing is, right? You, didn't you start? Yeah. How old were you when you started? I'm fourteen, I would say. Yeah, so that starts a chemical addiction. If you think I don't feel dumb with, but with drinking like less because mm-hmm. I'm not like, but I'm smoking like two cigarettes a day. Mm-hmm. But even smoking is so fucking stupid. But I love doing it. But when you're sober, you're like. I'm not. So how does it feel? I mean, you have bipolar, so, and you have been using drinking to manage that, you were saying? Mm -hmm. So how does that, how did it help you manage it? And now, like, without it, how are things feeling? So far, I feel like the only thing I was worried about is, because in high school, people always, like, I didn't drink in high school. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel really, I just feel weird, like my normal weird self that I did all growing up, which Mm -hmm. is when I was like, I'm going to kill myself because I'm weird and I can't sleep. Mm -hmm. But when I was doing, I had one night where I was just partying hard Mm -hmm. and I wasn't even doing anything cool. That's the thing. I was, I at the point where I was not even drinking with people. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I was going out to shows and hanging out and I would and I would be like, oh, I'm just water. I'm not whatever. And then I would go by myself to a bar mm-hmm. and like nice places, too, because there are ways you can kind of trick yourself and be like, this is sure. not a problem. Yeah, because it's classy in here. Right. And so I'd be like, oh, I'm going to like a nice wine bar. There are all these different places and, and where I knew bartenders and I would get the Wi-Fi code and I was getting work done. So I'd go have like a glass or a w- glass or two of wine and, mm-hmm. I'm in, and I'm by myself. And then I would be like the second glass and I'm like, oh, I got to stay up and finish this thing. I should probably get, it's like. What are you doing? So I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm by myself doing drugs, mm-hmm. drinking, getting like expensive wine. Mm-hmm. And like, and then it was just, and it's like at this point, now I'm not even being social. Are you getting Coke from like dealers when yeah. you're, yeah. So they're like meeting you there and then right. you're going. Right. And it's like, it kind of feels fun for a first. You're like, oh, sure. this is, but then after a while, it's like, okay. It's yeah. like, it's not, it's like, I'm not even getting good Instagram pictures out of this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what am like, I even getting? Yeah. You're not, um, but the, but, I went home and I was felt like laid down to go to sleep and I felt my heart fluttering. Mm-hmm. And that's the other problem with getting Coke from you. Like they're not, it's the same reason I don't like to go out to restaurants very much. Do you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know what's in the food. <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing this Coke and I remember being like, oh, this is not, there's something else in here. Like uh-huh. I feel fuck, like I'm losing my mind. And then I'm like, uh, but then it's like, is that common? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're cutting yeah. it with all kinds of crazy stuff. Really? Rat poison, shit, weird. You don't know. Actually, you mentioned Mayron. Mayron came on the show and he was talking about like what's actually in drugs. And you're like, everyone's like, I know a good, I have a good dealer. Right. I'm like, <laughs> okay. First of all, that's an that's oxymoronic. Sure. I have a good drug dealer. Yeah. It's really, but even if you have a friend that gives you dr- drugs from there, it's like, they got it from somewhere else, and then somewhere else, someone was pouring it in a in a huge barrel somewhere in the woods. Someone is pouring chemicals. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. regulated. Like it's just yeah, none of it's good. None no. of it. Yeah, the more expensive stuff will be will tend to be more pure. But you're, there's no FDA looking it over. Right. There's exactly. There's yeah. not like a standard where it's like, well, we got to make sure they're wearing their gloves like they do it in a fucking deli in New yeah. York. You're better. You know what I'm saying? Totally. It's probably healthier for you to eat meat that fell on the floor in a deli because at least they have like cleaning standards sure. and yeah. do, without rinsing it off. Just yeah. there you go, take it. Right. Um. Yeah, so it's but like I remember laying down and my heart was and I couldn't sleep and I started to, and I was just feeling panicky all the time mm-hmm. after you know because you get a thing where you just wake up and you just have panic attacks and anxiety mm-hmm. and I'm like oh this is how I felt in high school I'm giving myself like worse bipolar mm-hmm. symptoms mm-hmm. and then it's like well this is why I wanted to kill myself all in high school it was never when I was like sad because mm-hmm. I you know um, on the high you want to kill yourself yeah because I'm like I can't. Because I'm just so tired. Yeah. That's what I would always say. I can remember like when I was in high school being like, I would just be up and talking to myself in the mirror and having all these crazy ideas and writing things down and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, which now as an adult, I'm like, okay, maybe if I stop all the chemicals Mm -hmm. and go back to that, because now that my job is now to like, people are like, what TV show ideas do you have? And Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Uh, these. And it's like, oh, if I just cut out all the, Mm -hmm. all the substances and I really do. I'm like, oh, I feel exactly how I did in high school. Like, completely sober. Mm-hmm. I was in my like in my uh, bedroom the other day, completely sober, and I just started like thinking of weird ideas. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, thank God. Okay, great. So this is, and I'm like doing makeup to go nowhere, mm-hmm. talking to myself in the mirror, mm-hmm. doing. But now then that I'm like, oh, but now when I was a kid, this was weird. But now this is like. Oh, I can actually write this down and like sell this for money, which of is course. fucking yeah. craziness. Yeah, I mean, so are you um are you still dating Jason Manzukis? 
yes. in your mind? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. You're still going strong. Yeah, I'm still. I still. Um, I play a song by Whitley called uh, "More Than Life," <laughs> and it's I play it the other night, and that's the song. That's my walk down the aisle song to Jason. <laughs> and I still have that fantasy, and it's great too because he doesn't drink. You know, he does. He's not a big drinker. Yeah, oh. you guys are doing it together. Yeah, we're yeah. doing it together. That's I'm like I'm getting sober for my future husband. <laughs> you know that for a fact. He's not a drinker. Uh, yeah, I've listened. I listened to every <laughs> podcast he's ever done, and I've bugged his phone. I have. I know people in LA. Mm-hmm. He's constantly talking about how he just like doesn't drink that much. And I'm like, I hear you, boo. (laughs) You're like, yeah, me neither. I know. I'm like, look, I already fucked up the virgin thing. So he's going to get married to some bitch with blown out holes. My asshole. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Uh So uh, I'm like, well, at least I can do is, you know, have a clean brain. Clean it up. Well, so my blood test, my blood test is not clean, (laughs) but my drug test will be. My blood test is very clean urine. (laughs) Would you go on medication? Have you been on medication? Um, I don't know. That's the thing is I was always, I'm always like, I would never take medication ever. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing coke when I moved to New York. Mm-hmm. You are taking medication when you do coke. You're, you're doing right. something and then to I'm like, like, deal with it. Okay, so I'm obviously not anti-medication. And so I thought about that. But mm-hmm. I thought, how about instead of taking medication, why don't I stop putting poison in your poison body. in my body and see if I can fucking handle it. Like, mm-hmm. like Rosebud's thing, the raw dog in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. But aren't you worried because since you were suicidal when you were younger, aren't you worried that? Um, no, know? because part of that was, I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's scary to feel so out of control and have no idea. Right. Where you're like, Oh my God, I feel like I'm spinning like a spinning top. Mm-hmm. But now I know it's things like you can not eat sugar mm-hmm. and like, I understand what it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and so, as a teenager, you do feel things more too. Yeah, in it's general. super intense, and your brain's not developed either, right? Yeah, and I know what it is. The other two days ago, two days ago, and this is the other thing too is I'm like, oh, now this makes sense because even though Monday I had three drinks, one shot, two vodka sodas, didn't feel fucked up at all, didn't even feel buzzed. Mm-hmm. I just felt like where I just started to feel tired, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, How well. Lame. Yeah. That sucks. And then I'm like, well, I guess I'll go home. And I'm like, well, that's two in the morning. So I recorded the podcast um, that I do. We had like a 4 p.m. start time. Nice. Um, That's doable. Mm -hmm. I woke up. But just the triggering, I think, of the body chemistry of the chemicals. And I was PMSing. So Mm -hmm. I also am aware. And I knew that was happening. Because I felt like my (laughs) tits were going to rip through my tit skin. Is the only way I can describe that. I'm a, They're going to be out in the world living you, their yeah, lives. I was like, is there an alien in each of my tits and they're going to rip through my nipples? I don't understand. Yeah, I'm in the pain. The tit surge. Uh-huh. Yeah. I sent a picture of my tits to my mom because I'm 35. And so there's this crazy <laughs> hormone thing. Yeah. And my mom's like, that's just what happens when you're in your mid 30s. Really? Get this crazy hormone surge. That's why when they're like, oh, it's your sexual peak. And my mom had the same. I sent a picture of my tits to my mom last month. I'm like, there are blue veins sticking. Like, I don't have big tits, but I'm like, they just feel really full. Mm-hmm. And I sent a picture. Of my, I'm like, mom, look at this. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, people are like, well, you got a picture of your tits on your phone. I was trying to show a picture of my cat to somebody. I'm like, I sent those to my mom. Yeah, Relax. You. you perverts. <laughs> I, need, I needed to know if they were going to bust through my chest. Yeah. It's a medical question. But even then, I, I'm aware of... Like, I will be emotional, mm-hmm. and I let myself go to those places mm-hmm. for short periods of time, mm-hmm. but I don't like to sit in them. Sure. So as far as, like, sadness, anger, I, I mean, 
this period was like, whoa, God, I've never, I never get angry. Uh-huh. I rarely do I get oh, I like do. mad where I'm like, fuck this, fuck you. never, almost mm-hmm. never. Mm-hmm. I was real fired up and I'd like to apologize to everybody in my life that I died. <laughs> my roommate I screamed at, but, um, but like that feeling of I woke up and so like, but I'm able to like identify that this is an emotional chemical reaction. Mm-hmm. But I was, but you still got to go into some. You, sure. You're like, oh God, I'm so sorry. This is listen, and this I, is it. I screamed and I told Stephen, my co-host and producer, one of the uh, co-hosts of my podcast. Um, we got done. We I walked in and I threw my bags down. And I go, I just got in a fight and I'm mad and we were gonna go do that. And I go, and we're not doing the original thing we planned. We're gonna do this. This is. I already talked to Megan, the other co-host. We're on the same team. Fuck you guys. <laughs> hey to our guest. Hey, thanks for coming. <laughs> I'm gonna take a breath. We're going to start this fucking show because I got and they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I go, I am going to start my period. I'm sorry. And I'm tr- I'm a two and a half weeks off Coke. Uh-huh. Let's let's do this. And so I should. So that a lot of people are like you should take medication. But I was like, I was able to. And then immediately after the guest left and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I bad. She's like, it's fine. And she leaves. And Stephen goes. He goes, are you okay? And I'm like, and he went to give me a hug. And I go, don't even hug me. I'm not even a person. I'm not, I'm not. And then I went from anger to just like the most dramatic fucking 13 year old. Don't even look at me. Yeah. He's like, let me give you, he's like, no, like don't. And I'm like, whatever. I'm just, I should, I should, maybe I should just kill myself. This is what, this is made. This is what being sober stopped me. Maybe I should, I'm just not made for this world. Just so fucking like, yeah. I mean, just, you know, yeah. swoosh my skirt and yeah. flip my hair. Ugh. Yes. What a fucking teenager. But I haven't had that kind of an emotional feeling. Mm-hmm. In, I mean, I honest to God, like that deep of like where it's where it's comical. Yeah, how it's, fucking yeah. ridiculous. Where you're is, like, yeah. don't even hug me. I'm not even really here. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> but, but like that kind of like I'll take that any day over like a low grade like hungover sure. and like yeah, I feel like a loser. Right. Because yeah. even in that moment, he like he got really upset, and I'm like. <laughs> At the, even in the back of my head, I was like already laughing where it's like, you're being a crazy yeah. person. Yeah. Like, so that, and then like, and I hadn't eaten very much that day because I was feeling yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm not even, why would I eat if I'm not even a person? <laughs> it's like, get out of my pussy with that one. Yeah. Get out of my pussy. That's the most silly. Like when you get like, so I like to go all the way sad because sure. at that point you're like. Why not? Well, Lean into it. Yeah. Like, at this point, <laughs> I kind of fit. I whoa, I kind of miss feeling that sad, like <laughs> that kind of teenage sad. Oh. Like I'm just gonna fucking crawl into my bed oh, yeah. and never come out because nobody loves me. Yeah, it's so funny. I feel it's that way. So sometimes it's still. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. and I, oftentimes, like I'll start to. I guess not often, but occasionally like Mm -hmm. I'll start to get hormonal and I'll start to feel like that. And then I'm like, you're not allowed to feel like that. But fucking why? I do. I indulge in it because when it's it's coming, I'm like, fuck yeah, let's get into it. Put (laughs) on some music, like really scream and Order enough Chinese food for a family of five. Yeah, (laughs) I do it. I do it. I'm the same because I, I used to. I used to cry all, I was such, I'm such a crier, you know, I'm so emotional. Yeah, and you're I, a baby. I'm such a fucking baby. <laughs> and it, it is the same. I know, like as an adult, I'm like, this is not rational, but I have to, I need to purge it out because it's yeah. just, it's part of my natural, like, 
um, I guess my like cycle. You know what I mean? I, I ladies, ladies, hello. our cycles. But I just, it's just, <laughs> if I don't do it, it's coming out somewhere else. I'm, you know what I mean? If I'm not, yeah. cry, if I'm not crying, yeah, yeah, yeah. then someone, I'm going to yell at someone or I'm going to do something real fucked up on stage or like I'm going to eat a bunch. So it's just like I do, but it is, it is nice. Like you said, to know, like, this is not really, this is not real. What's happening right, right now. Like, when, when I was younger and when I was drinking to deal with all of these feelings, I, it would be so scary because it would be like, this feels insane. Like, I am I crazy? Am I legitimately losing my mind? And then you're like, you are a little bit, but it's a chemical thing and it'll pass and you're fine. That's who you are as a human being. Everyone has different brain chem. Like, there's such solace in understanding that's just what it is mm-hmm. and it will, it will pass right. or you'll move on to something else and like... I don't know. Fucking go for it. Why not? Yeah. When I think indulging those feelings, like the don't even, I'm not even a person. Uh I mean, Wendy. (laughs) And then, and then I took a a 20 minute nap Uh on the rooftop of Equinox and I have a membership to every club. So my life, I'm just like (gasps) my life. And I'm, and I'm like, and then I get in an Uber and I'm like, I'm going to the gym. And it's like, okay, so hold on. You fucking princess. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like, your life is not that terrible as Uh I'm crying in my, sure. Take a nap. It feels good though. It's like coming out of your face. Yeah, I love it. Mm. I took a nap on that twenty-minute nap, and then I ate something, and then I worked out, and then I felt normal. And I'm like, oh, you were tired. Your blood sugar is low, and like you're. But anyway, yeah. but that that going deep, deep into I'm not even a person mm-hmm. is the same feeling, the same reason, and the same reason that it makes sense. And Emily, you're like, I don't really. I'm like, whatever. It's like not really worth my time. And the same reason that Andrew, you're like, fucking I'll go there. Even if it's just for like a quick 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. the same reason that like, you're like, I'm not really into like drugs and drinking. And we're like, fucking give me that rush. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and it's similar to, and I've been thinking about this and that's even when I was like, Oh, I can have a drink. And I had it. And I'm like, okay, but it was not that exciting. And then Mm -hmm. I woke up and I didn't feel good. It really is. I mean, it feels, it's just like being in an abusive relationship. And when you're young and your natural brain chemistry is that this up and down crazy. So that's natural. Mm -hmm. So then as we get older, it's the same as like if a lot of people that grow up with like abusive parents, Mm -hmm. they date someone who beats them up because they're like, well, this is what I'm used to. This is what I understand. Uh And I've been on medication before to answer your question. And I was so even that I remember like I didn't have highs. I didn't have lows. Mm Mm-hmm. And I really, and they're like, you got to stay on. And I stayed on it for like eight months. And then I was so bored mm-hmm. and everything. I was so that, and that's the reason I don't like smoking pot mm-hmm. because I don't, my brain goes down instead of running on like four or five different levels. Mm-hmm. It's just one. And I'm like, I'm so bored. I want to die. Mm-hmm. I don't feel sad, but I don't feel super happy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everything's just kind of chill. Mm-hmm. And this is, I would rather be dead than have this kind of, for Even, me personally. Yeah, because that's your that's your brain. That's your right. life. And so yeah. then that's everyone's different, right? Mm-hmm. So then it's like whatever you're comfortable with. But mm-hmm. that's – but then when you start fucking with drugs and alcohol, which you and I have both done mm-hmm. and I'm like coming out of, mm-hmm. it's this weird thing where you're like, I like the ups and downs and you're used to the emotional swings of mm-hmm. your natural brain chemistry, but that didn't feel good. And so you're like, maybe I can create my own pattern. It's the same when your dad beats at your mom, whoever beats the shit mm-hmm. out of you, and you're like – Okay, but that's my model of love. So I don't want that old pattern, but maybe let me like see if I can fix it 
with sure. this guy. And so then you find someone that's shitty and beats the shit out of you or is terrible mm-hmm. to you. And you're like, but now I'm going to fix this. Sure. And we're doing the same thing with drugs now called with our brain where we're like, okay, I'm going to get myself into this topsy turvy mess, and mm-hmm. but I'm going to make it work this time. And it's like, sure. no, motherfucker, it doesn't work. It's never going to work. So just knock it off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and just get a cat that scratches the shit out of you. My fucking cat pu- punctured my hand and he licked my eye and I think he gave me a sty. I hate, I love him. Life's still exciting, baby. Yeah, you can still, yeah, just, I mean, it's, but that's why I don't want to take medication. I, yeah, I get it. As a creative person, I think, uh, like, John F. O'Donnell is bipolar and he takes meds, I think, because he go when he goes manic, he goes, like, He's hallucinating. Who is this? John F. O'Donnell. He's a comedian. He lives in D.C. now. Mm. But he would, he would be like, have it. He would think he was God when he was manic, and he would be like wandering. That's around. In- he think like the FBI was after yeah. him. See, yeah. that's insane because I'm Jesus, and the FBI is after sure, me. Right? So that guy sounds like yeah, a so, lunatic. Uh, John, you're crazy. Yeah. That guy sounds like a lunatic. Do you ever? So he he like was like. The upswing is so good from the manic, but then when it goes to like God and I'm getting put in mental hospitals, like it's fucking up my life. And there's no touching him at that point. That's another thing that's so fucking terrifying Uh is like there's, you might not come back from this at that point. Sure. I mean, he will, but. I mean, he has. Yeah. But if he wasn't on, like now he's medicated because he knows like how important it is. And if he wasn't, like if he goes off medication, like there is still a chance that some he could put himself in really real in danger. danger. Yeah. So, but do you, when you go on the upswing, do you get to that point? No. And what's interesting is like, and I know some people desperately need medication. I think it's great for mm-hmm. some, I know a lot of people take medication and like take it because mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm not someone who's like medication's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's not. It's never that. I've never like one time I hallucinated a couple times, but it's because I was like awake for four days in a row without eating or sleeping. Mm-hmm. So now that was due to mania, but mm-hmm. that was also I was a I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. I was like nineteen, and I didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. So I just thought everything that was happening, I was like, oh, this is real. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. And then when I was hospitalized and they explained what's going on and I looked at the science of it, I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. So, and I can, and it was always fine. And then, uh, and I can still kind of monitor it. And I think it sounds weird. I'm like, not that it's like everybody should, you know, if you have a mental problem, you should do do heavy drugs and get a drink Mm -hmm. just for like five, six months. And then you, Mm -hmm. you know, and then feel the difference. Then, Mm -hmm. and then take, you know, cause that's fucking not good for you. Don't do it. It's Mm -hmm. unless you're doing it in a penthouse. Uh, (laughs) Then you tell you, I mean, someone greets you. Sure. Oh, the door of an elevator in like a billion dollar fucking penthouse in New York city. I subscribe to the penthouse rule. Doing drugs when you're rich is the shit. Yeah. Yeah, because you're not doing a bunch. You're just doing just enough. Let's do drugs off a Rembrandt painting. Sure. I think one of my favorite times. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't doing, I wasn't drinking, but I was doing coke. Me and a guy that I were, we were fucking, we got a hotel room and did a bunch of coke and like fucked and ordered rooms. It was like one of the funnest times. That sounds amazing. Uh, but I also was like high off the sex and all that stuff and. You know, high off the sex. <laughs> I know, but it just was, clearing out your sinuses. It was just his dick was yeah, so good. His so dick good. is so great. I'm so high. <laughs> like your nose is bleeding. Um, yeah, because of his dick. Because you know it jammed way up there. <laughs> um, 
But I do, I wonder when you say that, I wonder how many people out there, because there are degrees of bipolar disorder. There's even one, like someone came on, Andrew Short came on and said that he had like a very, very um, like low grade version of it. Um, and I wonder how many people out there have bipolar or some type of like, you know, on the severity scale of it and don't know, you know, or just like live with it. I think that the more common, I hope I'm right about this. Mm -hmm. You ever say something? You're not a doctor. You're not a doctor. I just want to say again, I'm not a scientist. Uh Uh, I think the more common form is bipolar Mm two, which is like, um, like you, there are highs and lows, but the high is like way more normal passing. Like Mm -hmm. it passing is normal where you're almost kind of an alpha version of yourself. Like you're very charismatic. You're very like, uh, you know, like you just seem like a, a normal, like folksy, gray like person. You're getting along with people, and then, but the the low is so intense mm-hmm. that you just feel like not crawling out of, like crawling into a cave and not mm-hmm. coming out. Um, so I, I think that's probably the one that's a little more common, and yeah. then it might be more livable because you're not getting so manic that you're putting yourself in. Danger you're not like, and like you're running so across the bridge naked. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe you have it. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe we But you know it. what? And here's the thing too. And people go like, I think if it's something that's affecting your life in a super negative way and then, and, and I don't think if you take medication that you're weak or anything like that, mm. but for me, I like the brain. I like the rush and the, the and being creative and I like having that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I also, it's people when they, say like it's a negative thing. Yeah. Do you know, like when I get, but even when I was a kid, I remember having a feeling of like, I'm like, oh, this is like with life, I would get really sad. Mm-hmm. And then I would, as I was really sad, I'm like, I should just kill myself. I remember having this weird epiphany where I'm like, what? That's so silly. This is, this is a game. Like, yes, things are real, but like, mm-hmm. this is your like, an energy, like the, everything is energy. Like when I was a kid, before I ever did drugs, I remember having these like where I went and learning about biology. I would just picture people with like, I would just see skeletons walking around and I was like, oh my God. And I couldn't sleep because I was just thinking my body is bones. Mm-hmm. And when we were in like physics or like chemistry class and they're like, okay, so molecules and atoms and every the table is the same as the air and you're one molecule off. And I remember my brain in high school and I'd never done any drugs or had any alcohol. Mm-hmm. I just, my brain, I saw like tiny, I saw atoms in the air and I was like, <gasps> couldn't breathe. And I was like, you guys, this is, so I was, I'm tripping out. So my brain is tapped in like I've taken fucking DMT. Yeah. Since yeah, that's I, cool as fuck. Since mm-hmm. I was a kid and then people go like, oh, you're crazy. And I'm like, I don't think I am though. Like in the mm-hmm. older, I get, I'm like, I, and I'm like, oh, and I have intense deja vu. That's almost like where I've heard conversate, like I've had imaginary conversations on my phone. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, I would always talk to like imaginary people that weren't there, mm-hmm. but it was like not scary. Mm-hmm. And even as an adult, I will do that to relax myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I've had like three different instances where I'm having specific conversations with a person in my actual life or mm-hmm. someone that I have not met that's like kind of an idea of a person. Once One was a person I hadn't met yet, mm-hmm. but I would just have this conversation that I would hear over and over in my head. And so I would walk around and smoke at night and just have the same and hear them. And I know I was like, this is like some schizophrenia shit. Mm-hmm. But then fast forward months later, I'm with that person on the phone. Mm-hmm. Once it was in person, once it was on the phone. And this weird conversation that I would just have over and over, they start saying a line and I'm like, oh, 
It wasn't even like, where you like, oh, that's deja vu. I'm like, it's exactly chills on my body. And they say it. And then I would say my thing. And they'd say this long paragraph. And I was like, holy shit, I've been having this conversation. And it makes me You're sound. Like, I know this conversation. I've read the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, I've had this. So then I'm like, what the, f-? like that's happened so many times. And when mm-hmm. I tell people, they're like, you're crazy. And I'm like, but I'm not. And I, rec- I like, it's. Well, so, also to say you're crazy, so it's like, well, but then, but you're a f- functioning member of society, so right, that's not, and so then I go, and all you know are your own experiences, yeah. So right. what's that's not the answer, right? Yeah. And so that, as far as people go, like, oh, the bipolar and the mania, and I'm like, but I don't think like, but I was sober mm-hmm. when it happened, mm-hmm. and it's like. So that's my thing is, and I don't really have conversations with this a lot. The only people that, that's why I love talking with people who are either really sober and mm-hmm. open to like ideas or people who've like done mushrooms and like DMT and hallucinogenics mm-hmm. because then I'm like, do you ever think maybe I'm like, I like the simulation theory. I just like thinking about stuff. Mm-hmm. I love philosophy and I'm like, yeah. well, how do you know? How do you yeah. know? And people are so quick to be like, that's weird. People get scared. Yeah. They're like, no, I need to be within my regular thing yeah, but- and- so that would be like, I know my friend Megan and other people who would be like, no, you have manic phases, but I've never thought I was like Jesus or that the FBI was following sure. me, but I for sure go like, you guys, mm-hmm. there's a glitch. I found a glitch in the matrix. Like that's why when I saw the matrix, I was like, thank you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yep. Finally. When I read the secret people. The documentary, ever- the matrix. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Oh God. My friend Xerxes actually this weekend, uh, I was talking to him. And he always brings up like the Matrix type scenarios. And he's like, what if? Yeah, he exhausts me a little bit. I mean, I love him, but I like, I like the theory. Sure. Oh, I love Xerxes. Yeah, I, I like the theory. But you but have to be in the mood yeah. to like play in that area. I'm calling him as soon as we're done with yeah. this. And we oh, are we'll give you his about number. You yeah. Oh, I, I think I have it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Xerxes. He's been in my apartment. Yeah, he's the man. But he was like. Not in a sexual way. That was. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. Uh, he He's also a dad. Um. So, but he's like, what if this is all a simulation and like everything right now seems so unbelievable? Like Trump, like everything that's just, the world is like on fire right now. And he's like, what if the simulation is breaking down? And that's why everything is so crazy. And I'm like, it would make sense. Yeah. I'm like, pass the blunt. That could be true. Nothing yeah. I can do about it. Woo! I totally can't go into that territory. Does it so, scare you? Well, yeah, especially like with everything that's happening in the world. Mm-hmm. But you know? the thing too is if it's a simulation, it's breaking it down, yeah. then it doesn't matter. Not unlike true. And a lot of people too, when they, with the nihilism thing, they're like, well, if nothing matters, I'm like, no, no, no. But I take the like, this is, if this it's, is a simulation. It's a, I, yeah, it's a positive to me. I, to me, I'm like, oh, cool. So I can do it. It's whatever like, I want. Yeah, I can do whatever I want. It's like yeah. waking up in a dream and you go, the, and you go like, oh, I realize I'm dreaming. Oh, I'll fly or I'll do my thing when I do, whenever I'm lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. And it's the weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always find a grocery store mm-hmm. and go into like the shampoo and conditioner and soap aisle and squeeze them on the ground and then <laughs> lay down and masturbate in them. Ha! <laughs> Since I was a kid, and I don't know what that means symbolically. I know the teeth falling out thing means you're self-conscious. <laughs> I know water means change. I don't know what jerking off in dish soap means. <laughs> what? So the but the 
So the shampoo and conditioner is not going up your snatch, though. No, I just like squirt it on the ground, and I'm like, yeah. And then I like roll around in uh-huh. it like a like a like a mud wrestler, like a clean mud wrestler, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> like a clean and moisturized I'm mud so wrestler. Clean. And then I masturbate. Yeah, that's the dichotomy With- of that is intense. Like I'm being so clean, but I'm being so dirty. Ooh, I think Emily figured it out. Ding yeah. ding ding. Yeah. Yeah. Ding ding fucking ding. Yeah. Well, Wendy. I like it. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Um, you have a podcast. Yeah. Where I, can people access it? Uh, it's called Jam. It's on iTunes and SoundCloud and everywhere. It's called Jammers with a Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Selfish Help Podcast. I love the like you have all these video previews. Follow it on Instagram too because yeah. it's really cool. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. at Jammers Pod. Mm-hmm. So J A M M E R Z P O D mm-hmm. on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, it's really fun. We do. Um, it's Megan Rice, who's my best friend and a comic in LA. Mm-hmm. She's the one who would for sure say I should be on medication okay. for talking to imaginary people, but she can suck my dick. Okay, <laughs> my freshly cleaned with shampoo <laughs> dick. Uh, and Stephen Penta. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's so fun. Yeah. If you like this show, you will certainly love that show. So check it out because yeah. Wendy's the shit. And uh, where can people follow you? Um, uh, Twitter at Wendy Starling, Instagram, Wendy Bird 82, and it's Wendy with an I. Fuck yeah. Hit her up. You can follow me at Lubination. You can follow Andrea at Andrea Comedy. And you can follow the show at Hot Mess Podcast on Twitter or on Instagram, where Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Um, also, check out our Patreon. Fuck yeah. Patreon is kind of like a Kickstarter, but you contribute money on a uh, monthly ongoing basis, and you can get access to really cool rewards, bonus, bonus shows, stuff. used panties. Yeah. So, sorry to interrupt. We used to have a $500 reward tier that was our used panties. But then we found out what they're actually worth. Yeah. Our friend Billy Presida, bless him, was like, that is a way higher than market value price. You need to drop it down to 100 because at least then you might have a shot of having someone pay for that. So we're going to do that. At the $100 a month reward, you get both our panties. That's two for one. That's 50 each. That's very reasonable. That's market price. I used to sell mine for 50 a pop. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I, you know, we're getting smart. We're smart businesswomen. There's a businesswoman special. It's a businesswomen special, guys. Yeah. And we're two, you know, very different ladies. So you're going to get two very different aromas. Thanks. One's going to sound, smell a lot meatier. <laughs> Probably okay, interesting <laughs> because Andrea likes to eat meat. Thank you so much. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how you can get much better than that. I don't know either. But there are also lower rewards. We'll say your name on the show for five dollars, one dollar. You make us come. It's all like it's a win-win. It's a multi-tiered experience. Um, and that's Patreon.com/slash hot mess. And you can see our video after shows at KeithInTheGirl.com/slash mess. M E S S. It's a comedy podcast.